to time things right, a bit of ignorance might help. You have to live in the future. You have to extrapolate forward. But yet we have this just incredible track record of these very sharp entrepreneurs being, you know, early, too early, over and over again. And so basically they're kind of caught in the mouth of that fundamental tension. If you're well-versed in the history of some of these failures, the danger is you might think the idea itself is flawed. Generally, when somebody fails once at something, they'll never try it again. And so kind of the twist on this is it's not like it's the same founder or the same team trying time after time after time to get the thing right. For the most part, it's almost always new teams. And in fact, one of the things that's really funny that you probably have experienced in your investing career is often the new teams, including the ones that finally get it right, often they're not even aware of the history. Yes. Because this happens all the time. I'll be meeting with you know a group of 25-year-olds or whatever, and it's like they'll be pitching some idea to me. And literally in my head, I can basically name the companies. Five years ago, 10 years ago, 15, 20, 25 years ago, they tried the thing and failed. They used to ask, well, are you aware of all these previous attempts? And half the time they say, no, what were those? You know, Or they would just roll their eyes, being like, well, obviously those guys are stupid, like, or they would have gotten it to work. That eye-rolling brashness can be the antidote to this fear of repeating past failures. As far as I can tell, there's actually very little benefit in even being aware of the history. And in fact, being aware of the history might actually be a negative, right? Because the world does change. Like the conditions on the ground do change. The markets actually do become ready for new things at a certain point. The technology really does reach the point where something is really going to work, right? Whatever are the other preconditions of success, they do happen. Most of these things do end up working. It's good to learn from the past. It's bad to be deterred by it. This is something that BuzzFeed co-founder and CEO Jonah Peretti talked about in a 2021 episode of Masters of Scale Rapid Response. The episode was titled, How BuzzFeed Bounced Back. Here's Jonah talking about when the first wave of the COVID pandemic hit. The challenge is that the past is not really a great guide of what things are going to be like in the future, right? So the start of the pandemic, the entire company was in crisis mode. There was urgent goals, urgent changes, things that had to be done. Then later in the pandemic, you had some of the excitement of getting through the worst of it and the business improving. And then throughout this, you start to have burnout and people feeling like they're not getting that, especially more extroverted people, they're not getting that energy they get from being with their peers and being with colleagues. And then how do you manage that? And we did things like adding a monthly mental health day and encouraging people to take time off. And then What we're heading into now is also unprecedented, so you can't just look at the past and figure it out, which is a more hybrid model where you may have people coming into the office two or three days a week. I think there's any lessons from all of this. It's that whether it's the digital economy or whether it's unexpected things like a pandemic, you just have to be able to build a company that is so adaptable and dynamic and can change and shift in order to navigate this economy. And I feel like that's just been a, a huge lesson from this and watching the team navigate through these challenges and do things they just didn't imagine they could have even possibly done. You know, just like March, April, May of last year thinking, oh my God, are we going to be able to make payroll to having hundreds of millions of cash on the balance sheet and acquisitions and the ability to go public. And so it makes me really proud of the team and makes me just realize that you have to build this resiliency into the company and the culture in order to operate in this world that we're in, because it's amazing how quickly things move. As Jonah highlights, wildly improbable or even impossible to predict situations will occur. And there's nothing wrong in looking back to the past for inspiration. But we also need to build the ability and agility into our organizations to adapt to novel situations. When it comes to launching a new product or service, ask yourself, Is there a fundamental problem with this idea? Or is there a mismatch in timing? Here's Mark again. 
there's always this question in my mind of whether you even want negative lessons from the past, because they might just mislead you in a negative way, where the right thing to do might just be to ignore all that and just try to like do the new thing clean. And then a fair amount of time, it just works. And so I think this might be the kind of most magical aspect of entrepreneurial judgment. And I'm honestly not sure how to coach people on it. Yeah, I have exactly the same like point of view. And by the way, I also resemble some of the failures. Like I missed Square and Stripe because I had the experience with PayPal and went, oh yeah, this is really hard and difficult and da da da. And you're like, oops, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, as an investor. Yep. The joke that I tell within Greylock is actually, in fact, I'm not our payments expert. I'm our payments idiot who will pass on the things that we should be thinking about in terms of the future of this. 